Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kroger Tenderay Beef, no other beef so fresh, can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. K is for Kroger, Z is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Remember that fact, ladies. Remember that Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste, and for this reason, before the meat is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. And listen, you get the top U.S. government grades of beef. Yes, sirree, it's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So you get better value in top-grade beef. Let's take a Kroger-cut chuck roast as an example. Before the roast is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess waste and stringy meat. You're bound to get a better value because you get more solid meat, only a minimum of bone. No matter which you prefer, steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste in Kroger cut beef. But make that discovery for yourself. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store and get Kroger cut beef. It gives you more meat for your money. And now, heart in harmony. It's morning in Rossville, one of those bright and shiny mornings, first dampened by the dew of night, and then polished by the wind, but now sparkling with the rays of a brand new sun. In the sunroom of the Gibbs home, Penny Gibbs' foster father gets a cheery greeting. Crickets, Mr. Billings, but you look super handsome this morning. Oh, I look handsome, do I, Nora? Uh Uh-huh. Well, the sun is shining, it's eight o'clock on a brand new day, and I'm called handsome by the prettiest girl in Rossville. <laughs> Nora, take this wheelchair out from under me and throw it away. <laughs> you even feel wonderful this morning, don't you? Feel wonderful? I am wonderful. <laughs> Couldn't be anything else after that breakfast you fed me. Oh, did you like it? Like, uh, I went seconds on the pancakes, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Seconds on the little pigs. And how many pieces of bacon did I devour? <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? No, no, no. I'll spoil a beautiful day by feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> oh, you didn't eat that much. And the doctor said for you to eat all you wanted of everything you wanted. Oh, crickets, Mr. Billings, maybe if you keep on eating this way, the way you did this morning, you'll get well. It isn't the lack of an appetite that knocked my legs out from under me and sentenced me to this wheelchair, Nora. It was the lack of something else, or an act of divine providence, the meaning of which is too deep for me to understand. <clears throat> but that's not the thing to talk about on a sunshiny morning. Say, um... Where's that little Julie Martin? I haven't heard a peep out of her this morning. Oh, she's such a sweet thing, Mr. Billings. She was awake at six this morning and just sat in her bed and played with her dolls until I told her to get up. And then she helped me in the kitchen. Oh, you have an assistant now, do you? Well, she seems to like to do things, but I wouldn't let her do too much. I sent her out in the backyard to play just a few minutes ago. Hmm, maybe I'll wheel myself out on the back porch and have a chat with her. Hmm. A bright little thing, isn't she? Yes, and she seems very grown up. But... Maybe that's because she's had to be. Huh? Well, now, just what was the meaning of that? 
Oh, nothing, Mr. Billings. I, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, but you did say it. You're not the kind to say things without meaning them. What's the matter, Nora? Oh, well, just something that... Well, maybe it's nothing. Oh, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But it's worrying you, and I'm under your contract to do all the worrying around here. Now, what is it, child? Well, I... I shouldn't say this because it's really just like being a gossip. Well, there are some people who refuse to die because they're afraid they'll miss a little gossip, but you're not one of them. I don't mind if this is gossip. Well, it's something I heard Mrs. Martin say to Julie. And, well, it wasn't so much what she said as the way she said it. Mm -hmm. Mr. Billings, she was awfully mean to her. Who was awfully mean to whom? Mrs. Martin was awfully mean to Julie. She mm -hmm. squeezed the poor little girl's arm until it left a mark. Peg treated the child like that in front of you? Oh, no, she didn't see me. They'd just come in the kitchen door, and I was starting into the kitchen from the dining room when I heard Mrs. Martin being very nasty to Julie. So I stayed in the dining room and then went upstairs. But I did see the mark on Julie's arm later, and I know it hurt because I found her rubbing it. Hmm, well, that doesn't sound to me like anything a mother would do to a child, except mm. with awfully good reason. Uh, what was she saying to Julie? Did you hear? Oh, just a little. I... I heard her tell Julie never to mention anything about her grandmother or her again. Uh, or Julie would be very sorry. And her voice was terribly threatening. You sure you didn't just imagine it, Nora? Oh, no, Mr. Billings. What almost scared me just to listen. And I know Julie was awfully frightened. She was still trembling a little when I saw her later. Uh -huh. Strange. That's very strange. I wonder, Mr. Billings. You wonder what? If maybe Freddie hasn't been right all along. I don't follow you. Right about what? About Mrs. Martin. He's never liked her. He hasn't? Mm -mm. Well, that's news to me. He never told me he didn't like her. Well, it isn't exactly that Freddie doesn't like her. Oh, I guess he likes her all right. She's never done anything to him or to anybody else to make him dislike her. But, well, Freddie says he has a feeling about her. Something that tells him she's not as nice as she appears to be. Well, now, what's the reason for that, I wonder? I don't know. I've asked Freddie a good many times, but even he doesn't know. He says it's just a feeling. Well, I wouldn't take too much stock in a child. We sometimes form opinions of people, such as Freddie's opinion of Peg, because of a word or a look that strikes us wrong at the time. From then on, no matter what that person says or does, there's always that feeling of doubt and dislike even though we may have forgotten the little thing that first aroused our suspicion. But it wasn't anything Mrs. Martin did or said that made Freddie suspicious of her. It was just her. And he had that feeling the minute he saw her, too. Uh, I knew a fellow once, back about 40 years ago, took a violent dislike to the girl who lived next door to him. Yeah, pretty soon his dislike turned into hatred. Couldn't stand the sight of her. Wasn't enough for him to cross the street to keep from passing her on the sidewalk. Hmm. Seeing her finally made him so angry he got a job out of town. Well, he hadn't been away a month, though, and he sent her a telegram asking her to marry him. And two weeks later, they were man and wife. Oh, you're joking, Mr. Billings. Joking, am I? Well, now that fellow's still around. Been married almost 40 years now, and he and his wife have seven grown children. And they're just about the most happily married couple in Rossville. Oh, crickets, you don't think Freddie dislikes Mrs. Martin because he's in love with her, no. do you? Oh, no, 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 I don't think so, Nora. Oh, golly, I hope not. Well, you think Freddie's right about her then? That there is something bad about her? Because she scolds her child? Oh, it wasn't just a scolding, Mr. Billings. It was a threat. It was such a strange thing to tell her not to talk about her grandmother or her. Oh, now, you're jumping to the same conclusion as Freddie did, Nora. It isn't fair to judge people by one act. 
might be a reason for it that you don't understand. But why doesn't Mrs. Martin want Julie to talk about her grandmother? That's something we don't know. And the very fact that we don't know makes it wrong for us to judge her for being harsh with her child. If more of us would let other people be when we don't know the whys and wherefores of what they do, there'd be a lot more peace and quiet in this world. And living would become a social art again instead of a series of social misadventures. Well, I guess I was wrong to suspect Mrs. Martin then, wasn't I? You're wrong to suspect anyone of anything, Nora, unless you know the facts. And facts rule away suspicions. And then we can form opinions that are real. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I shouldn't have said anything. Oh, I'm glad you did say something, child. If I've convinced you it isn't right to criticize Peg Martin, it's a good thing you talk to me about her. Otherwise, you'd have carried a lot of prejudice around with you. And prejudice is a bad thing. It can be as fatal as the bug of any disease. And what's worse, there isn't any medicine for prejudice. It can't be found in a bottle or a pill. It's right here in a person's heart. Oh, crickets, Mr. Billings. Do I have to wait until I'm 60 to be as smart as you are? <laughs> you don't have to be 60 or smart to be tolerant, child. All you have to do is remember one thing. What? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Nobody wants to be hurt. They're born. Nobody should be anxious to injure the other fellow, whether it be with sticks and stones that break his bones or words they think won't hurt. Oh, Johnny, this is a beautiful morning for a drive. How nice it is in the country early in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, if I could get out of bed, I think I'd do this before work every day, Penny. <laughs> Why don't you try turning in earlier instead of practicing to be a night owl? Well, I keep late hours because I'm practicing to be a success. Oh? So that when I'm a success, I won't have to keep late hours. And uh, just when will you be a success that you want to be? When you have $80 million in the bank and both feet in the grave? Oh, I'll settle for just a few dollars in the bank and both feet on the ground, on top of the ground, that is. <laughs> Oh, then you're successful now, Johnny. Oh, uh -uh, no. I'm just beginning, Penny. Why, if Jed's dream house clicks Jed's uh... dream house? Don't... Johnny! Hmm? Johnny, did you see the car waiting for the light we just passed? Well, yes. Yes, that was Barry Carlton's car. I think he was driving, too. Yes. Yes, he was. Had a girl with him, too, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Do you know who she was? Uh, no. No, I, I was watching the road, mostly. It was Peg Martin. What? I'm just as surprised as you are. I thought she was asleep when I left the house. Well, she works, doesn't she? Only part-time, in the afternoons, mostly. Now, how in the world does she happen to be driving with Barry Carlton? Oh, she probably went out early to do some shopping, and Barry drove by and gave her a lift. Oh, look, Johnny, we're on the other side of town from my house. Well, so we are. Well, it's, it's, it's such a beautiful morning, maybe Barry decided to take her for a drive before work, just as I'm driving you. Maybe. Hey, hey, do I detect a note of concern in that voice of yours? No. No, I'm, I'm just puzzled, that's all. Puzzled? Nothing. Penny, you're jealous. I am not jealous. Why should I be jealous? Well... What were you going to say? Nothing, nothing. Penny. What? You are interested in Barry Carlton, aren't you? Am I? Well, you certainly sound as if you were. Well... If I am, it's only because I... Only because you're young and he's young and it's spring? Don't say that, Penny. You're too smart and I know you too well. Look, I'm not in love with him. That's what you're waiting for me to say. Look, Penny, I, I'll bow out of the picture with no growling or grumbling if that's what you're waiting for me to say. Oh, 
Johnny, why would I want you to say that? Well, Barry's a good cat. Barry's a spoiled, unhappy person. I've done all I can for Barry. From now on, as far as I'm concerned, he's on his own. I see. I hope you do see. You're forgetting one thing. What's you don't that? want to see all your good work go to waste on Peg Martin, do you? Johnny, do you know something? What's that? Sometimes you're about as rude a man as I've ever known. Sometimes I'm as honest a man as you've ever known. And early on a bright, sunshiny morning, I'm particularly honest and particularly perceptive. Oh? Penny, you're in love with Barry Carlton. Because I wonder why he's out with Peg. <laughs> That's nonsense. Call it nonsense or whatever you want to. I say it's love. And I say this is a beautiful morning to find out you're in love, isn't it? Is Penny Gibbs really in love with Barry Carlton? And how does Peg Martin happen to be out driving with wealthy Barry Carlton so early in the morning? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Right. Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Take a Kroger cut round steak or roast, for example. The Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess waste and stringy meat before the steak or roast is weighed and priced. You get a minimum of bone and you get top U.S. government grades of beef. Beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. But visit your neighborhood Kroger store and see for yourself. Remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Ladies, make plans right this instant to visit your neighborhood Kroger store, the only place you can buy Kroger cut beef. Surprise and delight your family with a delicious and juicy steak or roast. And remember, in Kroger cut beef, you get more meat for your money because the Kroger method of cutting beef gives you more meat, less waste. Get Kroger cut beef right away at your neighborhood Kroger store. Be sure to join us again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>